You're listening to Wiscoholics with Jimmy Christensen. Hey, man. I look at the internet. Todd Varney. For as not confident as I am, I'm not unconfident either. And your host, Aaron Alice. Imagine meeting the love of your life and then finding out that he debates Brady versus Rogers with strangers on Twitter. These are the Wiscoholics. Drink up. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Wiscoholics, the show that nobody asked for, where we talk Wisconsin sports and then some. I am your host, Aaron Alice, and with me are, um, well, two guys you're all you're used to. Uh, we got Jimmy <laughs> Christensen. How are you, Jimmy? I'm good. I'm good. I can't complain. Todd sucks. You're great. And we have an awesome Thanks. guest. So it's a I know. Unusual good day. I know. Todd, what about you? How are you doing, Todd? Uh, I am fantastic other than the fact that I haven't seen the sun in a couple of days. Fake spring is gone. It is officially second winter and I hate it. Other than that, I'm doing great. Oh, it was beautiful here. It was 70, sunny, gorgeous. Screw you, Aaron. And it is an exciting day today because we have our first guest ever who um, he's a really big fan of the show. So uh, he's been like our number one fan. So we just felt like it felt right for him to be our first guest. So Robin, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, I'm Robin. I am a writer site president over at Wisconsin Sports Heroics. Um, and I also write and uh, develop help with writer development over at Border Fuel Sports. So all things Wisconsin, all things sports all the time. Awesome. Yeah, I feel like... I'm, I'm in a group chat with you that you kind of arranged with people that have work. And I feel like you're always posting like so much. I don't even know how you have time to have like a full-time job, a family and everything else. Like, do you sleep at all? No, no. Cause <laughs> okay. I full-time jobs and one of them's at night and it works at a security desk. So um, that's where I get all my writing and because there's nothing to do. Oh, two birds, one stone, man. One day while you write <laughs> a story, they're going to just rob you. Not you, just <laughs> sneak behind you and steal stuff. Yeah, well, good luck. They make boat motors. They're really heavy, so. <laughs> It'll be Todd. Todd will carry two, one on each shoulder, just walk out of there. Yeah, uh, like have, Todd could lift that. No I have been lifting lately, guys. I've been hitting the gym real hard, so look out. Yeah. I could tell. I wish you would lift, lift that mustache off your face. <laughs> I was about to make a mustache joke, too. <laughs> I was gonna say your upper lip must be real strong. High five, Jimmy. High shit, five. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's hop into it. Uh, we'll start with where do we start? Where we always start. <laughs> um, and I think the first thing we should hit is Packers news. That there's kind of been a lot of stuff happening. Um, number one, the Packers re-signed Kevin King. Uh, number two, today they announced that they signed Mercedes Lewis to a two-year deal. Um, and there's been a lot of murmurs about them trying to restructure Aaron Rodgers contract. So, um, what are your thoughts? You guys, you guys feeling good about what the Packers are doing? I don't really mind the, the Kevin. I was surprised Kevin King got re-signed just for the reason of it's never really been the Packers MO to bring back a corner in their sector, like coming off their rookie contract. Um, they've let like letting Casey Hayward go Devon house. They eventually brought him back. I was a little surprised. They said six million. That's the agents. What he said. There's that's with incentives and stuff. So, as long as they still address that early in the draft and let them compete for that 
cornerback number two position. I'm fine with that. Obviously, he had a super shitty game in that NFC championship, but he's also had some decent games. That one against Atlanta where they held Julio and Ridley to like 30 yards combined um, was one that stood out. So he has talent. It's just making sure it's consistent and he's healthy. But for the Mm -hmm. deal he probably was brought in on, I can't complain too much. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, the Packers brought back Mercedes Lewis. We got another um re-signing of of the 2020 team robin what do you think how do you feel about big dog coming back i think that's probably one of their better signings of the offseason especially with the lack of depth on the offensive line with lindsley uh going off in free agency and bakhtiari uh being out till december rick wagner being a, a cap casualty mercedes lewis is a bonus lineman so um he can block in the passing game he can block in the running game and he's a really good uh, goal line target. And you know that with – it's a incentive-based contract, so you know Rodgers is going to be looking his way a lot in the, in the gold zone. So mm-hmm. two thumbs up to that signing. For sure. Um, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, there have been just, like, as I said, rumors about him restructuring. Um, and on Friday, they actually, like, did not restructure his signing bonus or the his guaranteed money, I, um, I believe – if they would have restructured that, it would have saved the Packers about four and a half million in cap this year. And they just, they elected not to do that. So Todd, your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers, his contract and the restructuring. Uh, once again, hat off to, to Russ Ball and Goody for being able to get under the cap in mm-hmm. time without restructuring Rodgers. Um, you know, it, it felt almost like they kind of were going to have their backs against the wall to get that done with him. Now they're going to be able to get something worked out that benefits both sides um, equally or, or more equally, I guess uh, it, it felt like Rogers was probably going to have the upper hand in negotiations, but since they were able to get under the cap in time um, and now they can, can kind of work out those kinks a little bit better. I'm, I'm sure something will get done if they want to be able to bring in, you know, any more pieces to help Rogers out. He understands that something's going to have to, to be worked out on his end. Do you think that they're working more towards like an extension with Rogers, just because some of the stuff that I've been seeing is that they don't really necessarily need him to be on board for a restructure. Like he still can get his money. They're just moving around on their end, exactly what they're doing. So do you think that it's taking this long that they're actually planning on maybe adding a couple years with him? Cause the reports came out. He wants, and I, whenever I see reports about what Rodgers want in the Packers, I always take with a grain of salt because Rodgers is probably one of the most secretive people in the NFL. He just likes to keep his stuff close to his chest. Do you think they're working on like an extension with him or do you think it would just be like a restructure? Doesn't They don't change the years or anything. I, I think guess. a report came out and said there were they were doing an extension or they were trying to, but I don't know who leaked that. Yeah, I would guess they're working on an extension, spread some of that money out a little bit further and give him some reassurance that he'll be around more than just this year. I I think he doesn't like the idea of being a lame duck quarterback. Mm. Yeah, it it it's it'll it's interesting. It's very messy, you know, the 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 situation the front office kind of put themselves in, but I I mean, I think they knew that they were doing this when they Made their just you know when they drafted Jordan Love last year they knew this was going to get messy and it and it's we're hitting that right now so yeah. all right let's move on to the Bucks they are killing it 
they are on a seven-game win streak, and they're actually beating uh, Boston right now. They're up, at least last I checked, by double digits. So, um, Todd, I know you're, like, the biggest Bucks fan, so we'll go I elsewhere. Um, <laughs> um, Robin, I know you're you're a big Bucks guy, too. How do you, yeah. how do you feel about the Bucks? Because they, they started a little bit slower than everyone wanted or expected, but they've really found their stride lately. Yeah, they also made a couple big moves that you guys talked about last week with bringing P.J. Tucker in, and it just looks like the team is flowing so much better. They changed up their offensive game a little bit uh, to not center around Giannis as much so that they can't uh, team, opposing teams can't focus just on him driving in the lane as much, and that caused them to start slow because they were working on a new offensive system. Um but right after the All-Star break, they kind of – everything was clicking all, on all cylinders, and they haven't lost yet since the All-Star break. So everything's great in Bucksland. Yeah, all right, no, knock on wood. <laughs> yeah, it's great to see that because I was nervous. I was telling them last week, like, this was this has been the most, like – I don't want to say – I guess the word is doubtful. I was of the Bucks going into the playoffs, like – or to this stretch of just thinking, like, if they really can compete for a championship. But seeing uh, – as you guys teased me about picking Giannis again for our, our offensive player, spoiler <laughs> alert, it's not Giannis because of peer pressure from Todd. Um, seeing other hey, if there's one that, thing I'm good at, it's peer pressure. Being an <laughs> asshole. Uh, <laughs> and, they kind of go hand in yeah. hand, I think. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. No, it, it's nice to see the Bucks perform up to up to their capabilities because it the Bucks at the beginning of the season, like Robin said, they were trying some new things, and I think they had to because we saw they did really well in the last couple regular seasons, and then the playoffs they just lay an egg. So it's nice to see them trying new things, um, and I think that really saved Coach Bud's kind of job because in the beginning of the season they were saying fire him, but he was also kind of doing what the fans wanted to try new things to make sure that when they get to the playoffs, they don't just shut down Giannis and everyone else just doesn't know what to do. So hopefully this can kind of translate to something because right now they're in a window. I know we have Giannis for the next four or five years, but we really, really need to make sure we capitalize on this because who knows how, uh, how long this team can be where they are. Really right. And they, I actually, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I, hope, I really hope that they're able to get Drew holiday to sign an extension because he's a, uh, got an option for next year but sure it'd be nice to have him and Giannis together for a while oh yeah we'll just they, have to they really complement each other yeah <laughs> yeah that, really that 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 too yeah yeah, yeah um, one or the other <laughs> um and I also read today that uh the Knicks are thinking about buying out Austin Rivers contract and that the Bucks are interested so that would be another acquisition they could grab before you know hitting the playoffs and making that playoff push so they you know they seem to actually when they said we are trying to help kind of build a team for Giannis and you know the pressure that the, the the front office has had to build a team they are actually keeping to their word um as being more aggressive and and you do love to see that for Giannis from you know making the decision where he could have gone to a, a larger market and he decided to stay loyal and they are rewarding him so not just with money but you know hopefully bringing a championship or trying to yeah they'll so. need They'll need to bring in a backup point guard because they wow. traded DJ Augustine. They signed him this offseason. They traded him to get that PJ, to get PJ Tucker in. So they got to do something to get that backup guard. Um, just last season, a couple seasons ago, is when he really stood out in the playoffs. But George kind of filled that George Hill void. I, I think it'd be best to have a veteran back there just to kind of sure up that second uh, second unit. 
part of the trade too freed up a few million dollars in cap space. Before that, they were only four hundred thousand dollars under the hard cap. So any free agent that was not going to be on the market, they wouldn't have been able to sign them till mid-April. So uh, those deals freed up three point five million, I think. So um, they can really make a play for any free agent that ends up being on the market. Yeah, Question. that's. Um, does everybody still hate my guy, Patty C? No, I've always loved Patty C. <laughs> I like him. There, he, I saw on Twitter he was taking a lot of heat early in the season, and I hated to see it. Uh, I went to a Bucks game when I was living in Phoenix, and he locked down Booker, and ever since then I've been in love with the guy. So shout out Pat C. <laughs> he is so hot right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he started for Giannis. Like Giannis didn't play. He started at the power forward, scored 20 points. Hell's yeah. There you go. Obviously. Yeah, he's right. probably better than Giannis, actually. When he put <laughs> he's it probably in the MVP running, Todd. So there's well, your guy. But you know what? They should just trade Giannis and just put make make Patty see the there the we franchise. go. Boom. That's he could it. do it. There's we should you should you should absolutely he could do it. Todd, yeah. we were talking about oh. new names for Lambeau Field. What about Patty C Field? Mm, I don't know. That doesn't I still like <laughs> Amfam Field of Green Bay. That's just, <laughs> just, just change the name of Wisconsin. It'll just be Notre called Dame Amfam. Man. Packers and Notre Dame. Oh. Patty C went to Notre Dame. Oh, there you go. Awesome. I just love him because yeah. he came out in that uh, white men can't jump outfit for his when he was in the dunk <laughs> contest. <laughs> yeah. Right. And he, dun- and he yeah. jumped Christian Yelich. Yeah. <laughs> it was legendary. All, All right. Well, I don't want to spend a lot. <laughs> Well, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this next team because they've just been really disappointing. But the the men's Badgers basketball team lost to Baylor. And they did beat UNC, which was exciting, but they have just been really disappointing this season. So um, I don't even want to spend a whole lot of time on it. I think I think a lot of everybody's really surprised that they even won the first game. So we're just going to leave it at that, pour one out to their season and move right along. <laughs> Better looks next year. <laughs> yeah. So let's head to our next segment called Teach Jimmy Baseball. Let's go, Todd. I'm going to lob this over to Todd. So uh, Robin actually helped me with some of this. Uh, we decided to bring Jimmy that around. Sound, that sound was Jimmy pouring a drink. Yeah, so I got <laughs> to get ready for this. <laughs> I got to mentally prepare. <laughs> I didn't even realize what it was because I was looking at my notes. And I heard it. And then when you said that, I was like, that was a court coming out of a whiskey bottle. Yeah. Yes, that was. <laughs> I had to get ready. I knew this was going to just piss me off. So, all right. After last week, Jesus. So, Robin and I put our put our collective heads together and came up with some unwritten rules of baseball that Jimmy should probably familiarize himself with if he's going to be around the game. Um, I'm not going to be, but keep going. (laughs) I'm going to make you be around the game. So, you know, Jimmy, typically if you have a teammate that's having a really good game, you you talk to him about it. You congratulate them on. uh, I know this one. I know Um, this one. In baseball? Yes. If a pitcher. you talk to the pitcher? No. I, I know that because of Scrubs because one of the doctors yeah. in there, yeah. he had a per, he had no patience die and someone said something to him and everyone's like you don't talk to the pitcher that's the only reason I know this one because of Scrubs Doctor Cox yeah Doctor Cox is the only reason see see Jimmy you know more about baseball than you thought 
Yeah, uh, signed seven patients in that episode too. Just like twenty-seven outs in a baseball game. Thing bang boom. <laughs> I'm a professional. Um, yep. Also, one that Robin brought up to me that has to do with a no hitter is that you don't bunt to break up a no hitter or a perfect That's game. Cool. Really? Yep. Yeah. So cool. you, I'd be that asshole that was like, "Oh you're yeah, you man, totally watch would. this." <laughs> there's nope. always that asshole though there's always every no hitter there's always that asshole that tries to break up the break it up with a bunt really yeah you can, can kind of get away with it like before the fifth inning you can kind of get away with it but, but in the ninth, after eighth that, or ninth inning mm-hmm. no uh, um see, yeah that that sounds like something that people probably do less and less now or like they do more and more of that just because there's like no respect it's like fuck you <laughs> I can't blame them. Like if they're doing a perfect game against your team, it means your team's kind of sucking ass. Right. Maybe. Cause you don't want to be on the, on uh, in the history books is the one. Yeah. Is <laughs> the loser. <laughs> um, when coming on and off the field, you don't walk on the pitcher's mound and you don't walk in front of the catcher when you're going up to bat. So if you're on the first base side, and you're going up to bat and you're a right-handed batter, you walk behind the catcher. You don't walk between him and the pitcher. Why? Just, okay. just respect for, for the guys. Do people just sometimes also, do that to mess you know, with them? Also, you know, if that pitcher is taking a, a warm-up throw, you're going to get it right in the junk, man. So it's more of a safety rule. <laughs> oh, I'd be right. I'd walk in the middle showing my butt. <laughs> a lot of times, but a lot I of times, I didn't know where that sentence was going to end. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times, the catcher might be giving signs to the pitcher or to the defense, um, you know, just letting them know what the situation is or what's going on. So you just, out of courtesy, walk behind them. Uh, Robin, where else do you not step on a baseball field? You don't step on the chalk lines. Like what the sorry. lines in the okay. infield? Don't step on those. Why did you break your mother's back? Yep. Yeah. Or worse. <laughs> or, or worse. Or worse. <laughs> Todd might sleep with your mother. That's the punishment. <laughs> All right. We'll wrap it up. That's the end of the show. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you don't step on the, so everyone just steps. And that's just so the umpire can see him. I'm assuming. No, it's just an unwritten rule. It's just, it's bad luck. Just don't do it. Yeah. Okay, well, I was trying to find a reason for this unwritten rule because this I can barely there, understand there the is no reason. <laughs> <laughs> there is no there, there is, is no, no reason. reason you just don't do it. Dude, this it's is the only sport like, that has like unwritten confusing rules, unwritten rules. Well, hey, like I mean, in hockey, if they have like the, the logo in the locker room, you're not supposed to step on it, which I don't know how you don't do that. Like my brain, if I'm pro- playing a professional sport, to have to remember to not do that, I like don't step somewhere. I'm not looking where I'm walking. I'm just walking. Is that like of opposing teams of like your own team, your own team? I was going to say opposing like there, teams. There was a like big, they're... there was a big scandal um, with the Blackhawks. Todd's going to yell at me for bringing up a non-Wisconsin team, but alcoholics. <laughs> That's going to be your tagline. Um, and uh, they won the Stanley Cup a few years ago. And Justin Bieber was at the United Center and was taking a picture of it. He's like standing right on the logo, and everybody like yelled at him because they were like, "Oh, well, yeah." It was pretty. He got just wasn't roasted. he like twelve at the time? 
something like that. <laughs> no, I think break. he no, that was only probably like five years ago, six years ago. Yeah, wasn't he twelve at the time? <laughs> <laughs> hey, just ironically, they over haven't over. they haven't won since. Actually, I think it was in twenty thirteen. So they did win another one, but we did though. Anyways. We did agree though. There is an unwritten rule in baseball that Todd and I both agree that everybody should break. What is and it? that's pimping home runs. Yeah. You hit a home run, you watch that ball, you flip the bat, you take your time circling the bases. You're not supposed to do that? It, but it's so fun. Yeah, bat flipping, I did know that. That is not allowed. What are you supposed to do? You're just supposed to jog around Put like you the bat. Act like you've done it before. Yeah. The only time, there are two times it's inappropriate to do that. And that's if you're up big or down big. Okay. If you're up by a lot, you don't steal, you don't swing on a 3-0 pitch, and you don't pimp a home run. If you're losing big and you pimp a home run, you are going to get ridiculed, most likely by your own teammates. Well, yeah, that makes sense because then you're down. Like that's that's I remember one player, Nick Barnett for the Packers. I remember times the Packers were down and he'd get like a, a tackle for loss and he'd do his his like celebration. It's just like, dude. Really doesn't mean well, anything. You remember when one of the Bears? I don't. I don't know who they were losing to. They were down. There was like two minutes left in the game, and they were down a lot. And um, I think it was against the Patriots. And uh, someone so got a sack, crazy. and they did. And he celebrated. I don't remember who it was. And he tore his ACL. Really? <laughs> yeah. Karma. Karma. Like yeah. And they like, and it's not like when I mean, not that he should have, but the one guy from the Lions that did that, so, like doing the sack doing Roger's belt after he sacked him. Um, but the, the score was like tied, like it was early in the game, but this was when they were just getting their asses kicked. It's like, well, maybe you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> they should yeah. let baseball players do like, you know how we have like NFL is touchdown celebrations. You should let teams do like home run celebrations. That'd be way more fun. It would I'd be, be fun. into that. They do that on walk-offs. So I would do that every time I can barely hit the ball. So if I have the one in a billion <laughs> chance to hit a home run, you can guarantee I'm streaking the bases. My clothes are off. I'm running. It's going to get weird. I hope that never happens. Oh, yeah, man. you'll get I a can't wait somewhere. to take you to the cage, Jimmy. We've got to make that happen. I, I'm telling you right now, I will hit maybe one. Maybe one if I'm lucky. And then yeah, we'll do another know. one after I do like three months cycle of steroids. And then I'll start hitting them. Steroids that don't DH help drill. you get the, on the ball. Todd, don't don't knock my process. We're gonna do an Icarus 2.0. <laughs> Jimmy at the batting cages. I'll do it without steroids, and I'll do it with steroids, and see what happens. We're gonna go viral. Yeah, and for that video, you'll be series. a moron both times. Yeah, I'll come the second. <laughs> I'll come the second time. I'm bald. My my nipples are popping through my shirt. Anyways, that was teach Jimmy baseball. So Jimmy, do you feel good about those unwritten rules? You no, they're so remember stupid. all of them. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll remember, don't step on the main ones. I remember is where not to step. Don't step on the line yeah. and don't walk in front of the kitchen pet, uh, kitchen, <laughs> pitcher and churn pitcher. Yeah, yeah Jimmy, pitcher. the old kitchen and pitcher. Don't step in front of Pour another one there, guy. Dude, no, I was trying to today. I was coaching kids, uh, striking class and I was trying to say stuff to him. I kept, I've done, I've done that like six times today. I talk too much during the day. I'm, it's have another drink. Yeah, feel free to shut up. <laughs> so, fuck you, Woohoo, Snortskis. <laughs> All right, that was really funny. 
Don't validate him. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. We're going to head into our next segment called This Week in Wisconsin History. And this one actually took place today. Well, when it's Wednesday. So when you're listening, it'll be Thursday. But on March 24th, 1874, Harry Houdini was born, you know, the illusionist, mm -hmm. magician, disappearing guy. Escape yeah. artist. Yeah, escape artist. Thank you. Yes. Familiar so with Houdini, date, yes. <laughs> magician Harry Houdini was born in Budapest. And his connection to Wisconsin is actually that he lied to everybody and told people that he was born in Appleton. Um, which is just really bizarre. But at the age of nine, he left Appleton, where his family had emigrated for New York City, and began his career as an escape artist and a magician. His family actually moved to Appleton when he was a toddler, and his father became the first rabbi in Appleton. So, um, yeah, he just had kind of connections there. Uh, I don't know why they ended up, they came from Budapest, Hungary, and ended up in Appleton. Because it's naturally, that's where I head. That's yeah. <laughs> where I'd head if I was heading to the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> they were in. Um, I mean, it's like, where should we go? Appleton, obviously. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, like, I, I feel like they came to the U.S. and they did like one of those things where you're trying to think of a name where, and they like asked them, like, so why are you coming to America? And they were like, oh, and they saw an apple. They're like, Appleton, and they're like, yeah, cool, okay, well send you there and then they yeah. he ended up in jump, that's probably jump what in happened. that carriage that's where it's headed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. try, probably trying to go to new york city the big apple and they just fucked it up and said apple <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay do you think he actually like lied to people about this if they moved to appleton when he was a toddler like i don't know like maybe he didn't know it's not like they just had super good record keeping back then that's that's a good point yeah, maybe he just was told, and so like maybe like he died thinking I'm I am an like so American. you're out here accusing this great human being, this proud American, yeah, Wisconsin of, legend, of being a liar <laughs> when he may just not have known. Yeah. What do you mean calling him a liar? He was an illusionist. He lied for a living. Robert right of this, <laughs> right? See, those are real. Just, Maybe maybe he just appeared in Appleton and he doesn't know how it happened. <laughs> like, All right. You thought what I said was bad. Let's end the show on that one. That was terrible. I'm done. <laughs> Didn't isn't he the one that like died in a like in an accident? I thought he just no. kept having people no. punch him. Who, in the who was the yeah. one that like died in like during an accident? Like or doing like a, an act. I think he's still alive. <laughs> was him. Um Houdini died because people kept punching oh, yeah. him in the stomach, right? Well, no. Yeah. See, he had this thing where you could punch him in the stomach and, like, because he had, like, rock-hard abs or whatever. So this guy comes backstage Same. Relatable. and he says, yeah, say, Todd knows what that's like. He's like, can I do the punch in the stomach thing, see if I can hurt you? And Houdini goes, yeah, sure. But before he can, like, brace himself, dude, like, knocked him, burst his appendix. And uh, <laughs> that was before, like, you know appendix surgery so he ended up dying of internal bleeding of a burst appendix oh shit oh my god <laughs> that's terrible todd that's the first Alrighty. thing i'm gonna do when i see you todd flex your ass. <laughs> just <laughs> cold cock you oh god well on that happy note um <laughs> that, <laughs> that was this week in wisconsin history so happy that's birthday right. houdini useless information like that. <laughs> i appreciate it 
Um, I prefer so happy to birthday to Harry Houdini. Houdini's, Houdini's birthday on April 6th, not today. Because the one that he, he said. The one that he knew of, that's the one I prefer. You have no proof that he didn't know of it. You have no proof he did. I hate Todd so much. <laughs> I say that every day. I go to bed saying that. I do too, but then I'm texting him stupid stuff all the time. So I can't really say that. <laughs> like, hey, Todd, you want to talk? <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> All right, let's head to our offensive and defensive players of the week. Um, we're going to start, as we usually do, with offense. Um, anybody want to go first? I want to hear more let's from let's... Todd. Let's let the guest go first. <laughs> Smart. All right. Robin, All right. who's your offensive player of the week? My offensive player of the week is Billy McKinney, who is uh Milwaukee Brewers outfielder. They signed him on, uh, giving him a shot to make the team. And he's hit quite a few home runs this spring. Um, so it's looking like he is going to be the Brewers' fifth outfielder, make the team. And Brewers, uh, a lot of outfielders have been playing really well, and he's kind of outpaced them. So yay on him. Awesome. Yeah. And it is actually spring, so spring training makes sense. Yeah, I don't want to hear it anymore, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm done now. I will never mention it again. <laughs> Until next February. Yeah, until next February when you try to win that spring. <laughs> but yeah, Billy McKinney is on a tear. And it's one of those, like every spring, there's like one or two players throughout the league that just like come out of nowhere and just annihilate the ball, make a team, and then are off that team by like the middle of May, which I yeah, fully it's probably expect. probably going to be him, but for right I, now. I fully expect Billy McKinney to be that guy. <laughs> what, who was the big buff guy that played first base for a little bit eric something regular or eric thames eric thames eric thames is he still alive or around <laughs> playing in japan this year he's, he's in japan <laughs> you don't know <laughs> jimmy I, knows jimmy knows all about playing professional sports in asia <laughs> yeah Maybe i played someone in punched him right jimmy Stop. i went i did you asshole also i went to a baseball game in in uh japan when I, I went there for a weekend. you about baseball if you went to a game in Japan? Because <laughs> I didn't understand it, it, it may there not either. have been baseball. It may not have been baseball. He has I know no there was a stick, there's a ball, and I bet on it. So I'm assuming it's oh, baseball. Maybe it was cricket. No, <laughs> I wish it was cricket. I'd be way more interested. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of Brewers, Todd, you want to give your offensive player of the week? Uh, yeah, I'll go with Christian Yelich this week. Uh Back-to-back -back home runs yesterday and today. Dude is hitting 444 so far in the spring. And just, I, I love it. I want more of him all the time, especially after last year. Looked like uh, kind of fell off the face of the earth. So good to see him back swinging and going deep again. Get out the bubble wrap. Keep him safe. Yep. <laughs> Do you think anyone on the Brewers is juicing? Jimmy, don't make me angry. <laughs> if you had to pick one player on the Brewers that you're like, they probably are sticking a needle in their butt, who would you pick? Jimmy, that I don't want to be sued for libel. So. <laughs> <laughs> Blink twice if you think it's Christian. We're going to end up on pro football talk again. Came oh, out but, 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 oh, right. 
Whichever one of the sausages wins the most races this year is probably. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's who's juicing. Bernie's looking buff as hell again. <laughs> Does, is there like a favorite sausage? Whoa. <laughs> Todd's finding it. Todd's finding it. Um, phrasing. There it is. <laughs> I was waiting for anybody, but I'm, I, I seriously am wondering, like, of those, I don't even know how to phrase it without it being inappropriate. Penises. Um, hey, phrasing. <laughs> in in the sausage race, like, is there like a favorite? Like, usually when they do the beer race at Lambo, I always go for Miller Light. Well, yeah, no, like, nobody. Okay, have, got it. People have their there? favorite. <laughs> and I'm just, okay. What's your favorite? Italian. Tell me your favorite sausage. <laughs> Todd, Italian. <laughs> Which is weird. I don't actually eat the. It's, it's just. He's number three. That was that's my baseball number. So that's where I go. Okay. Robin, I, hot dog, always the hot dog. Ever since I was a kid, although I do have a soft spot for the chorizo. I do love chorizo. That would be my. I love chorizo. Uh, you Jimmy, guys hear, well, I don't, I don't know the sausages, but I do know the person <laughs> I worked. I thought you were a big fan of sausage, Jimmy. Only yours, Todd. <laughs> uh, oh, I did. Uh, I did. The girl I went to prom with. You know, I was a sophomore. Wait, guy. where is this going? She was a she was a junior. Don't worry about it. Uh, she was that was her job. She was one of the sausages running around the field. So that's my claim to fame. Jimmy, yeah, that's her claim your claim to sausage. fame. You work for Jamal Williams, and your claim to fame yeah. is that you took a sausage to prom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't see what's weird about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's like my pride thing. and joy, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that, that might be my one answer. of the most Wisconsin things I've ever heard. I took a sausage to prom, <laughs> <laughs> and it's the best moment of my life. <laughs> For a later time, I can tell you how I tried to hide a hickey after prom. That was that was a fun time. A hickey on the sausage. No, I wish. No, a hickey on my neck. Oh, that's inappropriate. We got kids listening. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah right. Every Thursday morning, me and Hadley have breakfast and just listen to this. So <laughs> you can tone it down a little bit. <laughs> well, well, considering that we have our one listener here with us today, <laughs> I think we'll be all right. <laughs> that's true. Good point. Good point. Uh. <laughs> All right, well, moving on. My offensive player of the week um, <laughs> is Daryl Watts of the Again. Badgers women. Shut up. Oh, yeah, you gave me a <laughs> hard time. She deserves it. She completely deserves it. They won right. because they're the Wisconsin team that's actually kicking some ass. Uh, they won the NCAA tournament for the women's hockey, and she scored the game-winning goal in overtime and it from behind the net. And she did it completely intentionally. She knocked it off of a defender into the net yeah, in overtime. Good. It was amazing. So I didn't want to pick the same person again, but she deserved it because it was so badass. So kudos to Daryl. Was it a knuckle puck? I don't even know. No, but means. it left everyone <laughs> more confused than the knuckle puck ever did. Like everyone was just really? standing around like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, it was it was she saw it go in, she knew it, and so did the goalie, and so did the defender. But everybody else was like, What the hell just happened? <laughs> the goalie just but, looked at the defender, like, Did you really just let that bounce off of you? Into the, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. 
Yeah. It was pretty right. badass. Well, for a new offensive player of the week, because I like to have a variety. I don't like to pick Giannis five times. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, Drew Holiday, which was my choice. No one else's. Uh, he had his last game, 28 points, 14 assists kind of earning that uh what was it three first rounders we gave to the um gave to the Pelicans for him and I always like when it goes against the anytime we beat the Pacers because Drew Holiday or not Drew Holiday Malcolm Brogdon did end up going there I don't believe Robin correct me if I'm wrong I don't believe Malcolm Brogdon played yesterday or when they played the Pacers but yeah. it's just still nice to show the Bucks are fine without you Malcolm I wish you were still I wouldn't complain if you're still on the team but we're okay without you and uh, Drew Holiday, I think, is going to be a pivotal part to our playoff run. If he doesn't do well, the team's not going to do well. So it's nice to see him uh, rack up those assi- those assists and uh, hopefully help lead our team to a championship so I can go streaking in the streets with Todd. Yeah, I'm looking forward to <sighs> you, it. You really want to go streaking. That is the second time you've brought it up in like 10 minutes. Yeah, I'm wearing shorts oh. right now, and I keep looking down. Thank like, God. Uh, I could be wearing nothing, and I'd be way more comfortable. <laughs> Be I bought a new pair of tie-dye shorts today. So you guys are welcome. Oh, that's exciting. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Target, they're on sale. <laughs> 12 bucks. All right. Head into our defensive player of the week. Um, Robin, lead us off. Our defensive player of the week is Mamadi Diakite. Oh, good pronunciation. Thank you. Mamadi Diakite was uh, not drafted by the Bucks. He was signed as an undrafted free agent by the Bucks and went down to the G League um, and ended up being um, named to the All-NBA G League first team, All-NBA G League defensive team, um, and his team won the G League championship. Now he's on the Bucks bench. Um, much deserved promotion because of his play down in the G League. So he's my defensive player of the week because all G League defensive team. You, I love those stories of guys like kind of getting undrafted and, you know, working their way up. It's just like I root so hard for those guys. So that's really awesome for him. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> he uh, won the national championship in college. He went to Virginia, technically the oh. defending NCAA champions since there wasn't oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. God, that was a year ago when everything was canceled. Jeez. Feels like it was yeah. 80 years ago. Thank you, yeah. Todd. Welcome, welcome to it, Aaron. Thank you. God. Yep. Thank God we're not doing this in person. I'd strangle you right now. <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Todd will hand you a belt and be like, let's use this. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. We can do this better. <laughs> Um, well, that is the rest of our defensive players of the week are football. So, gentlemen, who wants to start with that? Todd Varney. Uh, okay, I'm going to go Kevin King. Stoked to have him back. Uh, one more chance to make people forget that we didn't draft TJ Watt instead. Um, <laughs> so, God. once again, it's just me going on things that people hate and I love. Uh, I can't quit Kevin King. He is a drug that I will forever want to take. Hey, phrasing. <laughs> um, anyways, now that everyone's uncomfortable. Um, uh, I'll jump in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, going with, I'm going with uh, Adrian Amos. 
He's restructured his deal not once but twice with the Packers. He added some made-up voided years that the NFL is doing nowadays. Um, just to kind of get – I know. <laughs> what a fucking hat out of the ass on that one. I don't even know what that phrase means. But uh, just telling players like, hey, I'll sign this <laughs> I don't, team. But I don't think that is a phrase. Hat out of the out ass. Of the ass? The old no, hat I, out of the ass. The old, oh, I got him with the old hat out of the ass on that one. Yeah. It is now. That I sounds incredibly. I, that sounds incredibly painful. That doesn't I'm, sound like a. That doesn't yeah. sound like an impressive feat. Like if yeah. someone did that, I wouldn't be like, "Wow, that was impressive." Think, you just pulled the hat out of your ass. Out of the hat, but I think you combined pulling it out of a hat and pulling it out of your ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I sure did. <laughs> that's probably. You know what? That's probably how Houdini died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the old hat out of the ass. <laughs> Anyways, talking about hats out of the ass. Uh, <laughs> those voided years. No, but I appreciate Adrian Amos doing what he can for the Packers. And he tweeted out, he was happy about the Kevin King signing. I think I think that honestly was more of a, well, one, it helps. I think it does help the team in the short term. And it, it seemed, we had tweets from Amos, uh, Savage, Jair, Kenny Clark, they're all happy Kevin King was coming back. So it seems like a good culture signing, which is which is huge for the Packers. So uh, I'm going to go with Adrian Amos for what he did for the team and also kind of give a little boost to what Todd said about Kevin King. Speaking of Amos, there was a little bit of drama with that tweet that he said. He said something about oh, his yeah. hair. And then Raven Green like quote tweeted it because he was not picked up. His – I don't – they just yeah, they, decided to move on, and and he was, and he he made a comment about it. And I was like, oh god! But in <laughs> oh, reality, no. though, he hasn't played <laughs> for the last and been on the field a little bit more, right? Um, right. And I loved Raven Green, like when he was on the field, but he didn't make enough of an impact. I get it. He's also um, biceps, though. His biceps are <laughs> huge. Yeah, he's in my territory with those things, man. Okay, Todd, come on. That's no so one's in your territory. To Raven Green, no wonder he was cut. Um, um, so my keeping with the, the, the football theme, my defensive player of the week is Kyle Fuller because this poor guy (laughs) signed a contract, got a lot of money as a corner has been playing pretty well, you know, on a really dominant defense. And his offense for multiple years now has just been so disappointing that that defense has had to pick up the slack and get very little credit for it. When they do well, it's always on the offense and Trubisky and Matt Nagy. But when they suck, like Nagy was pretty quick to point out that the defense fell apart after they got beat in one game. And it's like, okay, uh, what are we doing here? And so his team decides to go out this offseason and give $10 million to Andy Dalton. And as a result, Kyle Fuller has to get cut so they can make room. I mean, that is the biggest middle finger. Hey, man, we're going to release you because we got to make room for a $10 million contract for Andy fucking Dalton. So (laughs) no hard feelings, right? Um, So I feel bad for him. I feel bad for that entire defense, sort of. I mean, I'm kind of happy that they're breaking apart because, you know, I don't, we don't have to face them. Like, because Kyle Fuller signed with the Broncos, his old coach, Vic Fangio. So um, that locker like room. Six I don't hours think after well. he got cut, too. That was <laughs> yeah, the signing in history. Right. I think there must have been some tampering because they did kind of talk about it. What a couple days before that it was going to happen. So I'm assuming conversations happened after that. But they're also looking at trading Akeem Hicks. If 
that defense is just falling apart. All because they decided to sign Andy Dalton for $10 million. God bless you, Chicago Bears. Never change. So, love That's it. It's fantastic. It's so great having them in our division. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to love-hate. Uh, this week, we're going to talk because there have been actually four signings, free agent signings. Well, I guess Aaron Jones was an extension, but signings by the Packers deals done in the last um, week and a half since free agency started. So first one, um, Aaron Jones, uh, he was signed a couple days before free agency. He got, um, I guess an extension um, technically, but um, what do you guys think? Love, hate, I am going to go out on this one and say hate, love Aaron Jones, hate paying running backs, especially that much money. I'm going to say love because um, his cap hit is pretty low. And uh, if they, it took that entire offense, like an entire season to get comfortable in that offense. So we were going to about to go into a season with one running back that knows the offense, but didn't really play a whole lot. I am much more comfortable having um, him in the offense. He didn't get a ton of guaranteed money. He, you know, his cap hit is really low this year. I'm, I'm good with it. I'm, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to have to go with hate with the same reason yeah. as Todd. Same reason as Todd. God. I, I don't, ending. I don't like paying running backs. Um mm-hmm. I much would have rather, even if this wasn't Jamal, I I much would have rather have had Jamal and Corey Lindsley back than Aaron Jones and whoever we play at center or who we bring in at the offensive line to kind of shape that up. Even if we didn't bring Williams back, because I do think his situation in Detroit's better than his situation in uh in Green Bay, and I think I think they could have brought a running back in that would pair up with AJ Dillon. Um, just as well as Aaron Jones does. Because I do think that dynamic is better than Jamal and AJ Dillon. I think those two are too similar. I'm gonna have to I, I'm gonna have to go with hate. I I just don't think you should pay running backs. There's too many times you pay one and then it just turns to shit. And you see people like James Robinson for the Jaguars and uh Philip Lindsley when uh with the Broncos who were undrafted rookies that had incredible impacts. So I look like Todd said, I fucking hate that I'm agreeing with the Todd. Uh, but <laughs> I love, I love Aaron Jones as a human. He's an incredible person. I just don't like paying running backs. What about you, Robin? I am going to go with loving it for now. Woo! Um, I love it for the first two years and I hate it for the last two years when his cap hit increases, but, um, that's also why there's guaranteed money in it, but I'm mm-hmm. also going to love it because of the reaction of the rest of the team much like the re- reaction of the rest of the team to the Kevin King signing. Everyone was really excited to have him back. And so I think that it's kind of a bigger morale booster for, for them. Plus I uh, hear Aaron Rodgers really liked that signing. So, you know, things are what they are with Rodgers and Packers front office. So any little thing they can do to keep him a little bit happy is a, uh, is a good thing. Definitely. Oh, so we're two and two on that one. Yeah, Todd and I are right. Does Todd even count? Good point. I'm right. Keep going. (laughs) Not very high. Not very high. (laughs) 
Uh, all right, Kevin King, one year, I think six million, but I don't think I've seen any details because I'm guessing that's pretty heavy incentive um, based. Just, I would be shocked if it's guaranteed six million. But um, what do you guys guys think about that? I'm gonna cut off anyone who wants to say anything so Todd can agree with me. But I'm gonna go with love. <laughs> Uh, I, I think it's like you said, it's probably heavily incentive based. Uh, I think there's still gonna be in a competition for cornerback number two. I think it's a win-win for the team. Either you bring him back. He has a chip on his shoulder. He does well and it looks great. Or you're drafting a rookie. He ends up outperforming him. We fill him in either way. It's fulfilling both things that you wanted to see out of the Packers. Um, just see what kind of happens. I'm, I'm totally cool with it. So I'm gonna go with love. Feel free to agree with me, Todd. I'm going to go with hate. Fuck uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to go with love. Just like Jimmy said. I mean, I, I think they were planning on drafting, you know, a corner fairly high in the draft. It's a deep class for that. Um, either Kevin King's going to have to elevate his play to stay there, or he's going to get beat out by somebody else. So um, I just, I would hate to see Kevin King, leave with the last impression that he gave us in that NFC championship game. I think he's better than that. I don't know that he deserves a, a lasting memory much stronger than that, but I don't think he deserves that one. Robin, what about you? I love it as well. Um, yes. Kind of uh unpopular opinion on social media, but um, I brought it up a few weeks ago on a different podcast that I felt like the Packers were going to bring him back just because, uh, what their cap situation is and not wanting to necessarily guarantee a rookie to be the starting corner two across from Jair. Um, and even if a rookie does earn that second uh, starting job across from Jair, I think that Kevin King is a bigger upgrade over your, over Chandon Sullivan as your third cornerback than anyone else would be. All right. I'm going to disagree with you guys and say, Hey, while I'm, no I'm positive. I okay. Well, you're no one, so I guess that is accurate. Um, oh, boom, Todd. It wow. <laughs> <laughs> was such like a grade school for <laughs> I'm I'm rubber. You're a glue. <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna say that I, I I'm kind of neutral on it in general, but I tend to be a little bit more negative just based on the fact that I want this experiment to be over with Kevin King. I, I just think that everybody needs a clean slate because I don't think um, it's going to take a lot for people to get over it. And I don't know if he has enough to be able to overcome it because the second that he gets replaced, because what I think is going to happen is they're going to draft um, uh, a corner high in the draft and he's going to replace him a few weeks into the season and then eventually just take over his starting role. And then everyone's going to see like, see, it was a terrible, it was a terrible signing. And I don't want to hear people bitching about it. And I'm also sick as Todd brought up earlier about the TJ Watt thing. I'm sick to death of that. And I want that to go away. Um, so I'm just going to say, I hate it just because I feel like it, it, it's just, I feel like it's just time to move on. Um, Kevin King can have, he can have 15 interceptions 12 force fumbles and be the defensive player, the lead, defensive player of the year. And people will still complain about it. That's Packers right. Story. And people will still reference the, this NFC championship game. Like, well, oh, yeah. we couldn't have done that in that game. Like, so I, that's why I just want it to be over. I'm sick of the bitching. 
I would rather Packers fans have to eat crow and watch him do well elsewhere. As long as it's not against us, you know, I, I, yeah. I think that would be, I would, I think that would be a better situation for him, but um, I am happy to see that the locker room is really excited about bringing him back. But overall, I just, I, I was kind of underwhelmed. I'll be positive and I will cheer like hell for him, but um, I just, I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Now, that's a weird aspect of Packers Twitter. Like, you see some people, there's some people who predict that he's going to do poorly, but there's some people that like are Packer fans and want him to do poorly, which is a weird right. thing. I don't understand. It's, it's like that all the time. Like it, it's the same way with, I think Jordan love people want to see him fail and he yeah. hasn't done anything. They did the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. They wanted to see him fail because people were just so bitter. It's, it's not only Packers fans, it's Bucks fans. Like, the Bucks fans on Twitter were so pissed when the Bucks started to win because that meant they weren't going to fire Bud. It doesn't make sense. God. People suck. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's it's weird. Sports fans are weird. And yet, here we all are together talking sports. What's <laughs> up? All right. So <laughs> today, Wednesday, the Packers announced that they had re-signed um, Big Dog to a two-year contract. $8 million. I think I, I'm confused on the guaranteed money because Schefter said $4 million and then Rappaport said $2.1 million guaranteed. So I don't know which one is correct. Um, but either way, eight, two years, $8 million. Um, Robin, how do you? How about you start us off? Love or hate? I love it. Bonus lineman. Uh, gold zone target. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' best friend on the team. Like, there's really... Like and and low low cap hits, so there's really nothing to hate about it. Right, I yeah. love it. I don't even you explained it perfectly. Yeah, no, I'm gonna go with Robin as well and just say it, I love it. Like you said, bonus lineman, especially with Bakhtiari, maybe or probably not being available for the first week of the season. Williams, our best blocking running back, not being there. It's huge to have someone there who can protect Rogers. Um, in addition to the offensive line. I love it. It's it's a great deal and a great locker room uh, presence to have. Yeah, I think that's an underrated aspect always is just what they bring to the locker room. Todd, I, why do you hate it? I hate it because <laughs> <laughs> um, I just – how many tight ends are we going to have? You know we're drafting another one in the third round. Probably. So – now you're going to have Tunyon, Sternberger, Dewara, the new third round tight end, and Big Dog. Like eventually, and Daphne. You, you can't. Dap, yeah. God, I just, <laughs> I don't like tight ends, and we have too many of them. What's wrong with a tight end? Oh, come on, grow up. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. <laughs> See what you're trying to do there. Just, I just asked a question. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Anyways. Move on. Uh, I wish people could see Todd's face when he says these things, though. Just because, <laughs> I know, I just love it. Just, he has this little <laughs> shit-eating grin. Yeah, the fucking grin. The, <laughs> Jimmy just said he loves my face. The dick duster <laughs> he has above his lip. I just wish everyone could see it. Well, uh, thankfully, people got to see the mustache on Lombardi's bar the other night. So that was so great. And if and you could was... have seen the DMs that your wife was sending me afterwards, Jimmy. <laughs> Get away from me. Stay yeah. away from me. It was really just me on her account hoping you finally just <laughs> feed into my wants. 
Anyways, <laughs> our final love hate because this was probably the biggest signing of the Packers offseason so far. They signed a long snapper, you guys. Um, Joe Fortunato, which is an amazing last name. Yeah. Like that sounds he sounds like a billionaire on a yacht in an all-white suit that's like smoking a cigar. Like that's what oh, I yeah. picture. Well, like I'm I'm fortunate, I'm Mr. Fortunato. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um he was with the Cowboys last year, but he has not played in a game ever. He's not taken a snap in a professional NFL game. It's been like five years, right? Yeah, since he's taken a snap in like a football snap. Yeah. Let alone nothing. I hate it. Else. Why are we signing special teams players that aren't punters? <laughs> J.K. Scott's still on the team. That's a travesty. I, I don't. I'm so upset. Maybe he does both. Maybe he like snaps it to himself and then punts it. That's not, Talent. no, it would get blocked every time. Come on. Terrible game. Aaron, stop coming at us with this nonsense. <laughs> no, because he always, he also blocks for himself. Yeah. Yeah. Blocks, snaps, punts. I wonder if he tackles. Yep. <laughs> Maybe it'd be really great to find a special teamer that can fucking tackle. That would be just. Hey, you, know, wonderful. Yeah. you remember that Bugs Bunny commercial where there's a baseball game and he's, Bugs Bunny plays all the positions in baseball because he was heckling yeah. the other team. He said he could beat him by himself, so they take him up on him. That that's what Joe does. He yeah, he, the one man special team. He's the only guy out there. Yeah, you, you know, know what? They'd probably still do better. Yeah, <laughs> than they have. <laughs> I was gonna go hate, but now that Robin said that, I'm gonna have to go love because if he can block, snap, and punt, what's not to? I am honestly just saying love because of his last name. I'm just obsessed with it. And I want I want to see a green and gold jersey that says Fortunato. That would I'm, be cool. I'm, 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 in, I'm in for that. I'm really excited for when he snaps it to himself and puts it down for Crosby to kick a field goal. <laughs> That's going to be so impressive. No, yes. he's going to snap it to Crosby. Crosby's going to pass it back to him. He'll hold it and then bing, bang, boom. We should just go for two every time. Never punt. Yep. Boom. Madden just, style. I mean, if you're going to punt, just have Rogers lob it down the freaking field. I don't understand why we don't do that. Well, that is not just a punt, it. Aaron. That's an incomplete pass. That's yeah. what they should do. They Believe should do that not, as a punt. Jimmy had a really good point there. That is an incomplete pass and not a punt. Thank you. Thank you, Todd. I meant like that's what punting should be. Just let your just give them the option to have your quarterback. I wish you guys could have seen that exchange. Jimmy blew a kiss and Todd grabbed it and put it on his cheek. That's love. His face cheek. I wish it was his ass Virtual. Cheek. <laughs> All Virtual right. Anyways. We... <laughs> Good God. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it, fellas. We did it. We got through it. Um, so thank you, Robin, so much for joining us. Uh, could you tell the folks where they can find you on social media? Anything you want to promote? Go ahead. Sure. Um, you can follow me uh, at the other Adams 14. I'm the other Adams because Devante is better than me <laughs> at everything. Um, but um, you can check out my stuff at uh, Wisco Hero, uh, Wis uh, .com. Um Badgers or not Badgers, uh, Brewers, Packers, Bucks. I have something out almost every day. Yeah, man's a machine. Beautiful. Jimmy, where can the folks find you? 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jimmy underscore C zero eight. Anything I do with Jamal Packer report game on Wisconsin, these lovely people will be on there. So just follow me there. Uh, I'll retweet everything out. Um, but more importantly, make sure you follow Robin and I guess Todd, if you want to, but not really, um, not you either, Aaron. No, okay, just, got it. Just just, I was sure if you forgot me or if you intentionally left me out. Oh no, okay. just left you guys all out. F- follow okay, Robin. Cool. He's the important one today. Thank you for coming on Robin. We love, uh, like Todd said, you're a one listener. So we'd love to have you on. <laughs> but, uh, I'm not going to listen tomorrow. So. Oh, great. Damn it, Robin. <laughs> Damn yeah. it. Just, you know what? Put it on when you go to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just leave it on and like at your house just and just keep racking up the views. Trying yeah, to get sponsored know, it's here. A good thing, uh, it's a good thing I work alone at night because I'd be fired if this was on in there. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I know. Todd's voice is so offensive. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> anyway, Todd, where can we find you? <laughs> I'll do you your job here, here every week. Or you can find me on Twitter at the Todd V. Uh, and that's really about it. I'm not really doing anything else right now. Okay. Except being beautiful. Well, that's true. You guys want to be alone? After this, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Anyways, you can find me on Twitter at heroin, H-E-R-O-O-I-N-E. And follow us at Game on Wisconsin, at Game on WI, uh, on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Subscribe to our YouTube channel because Periscope is going away. So all of our live shows are going to be on YouTube and no longer on Twitter. So uh, that being said, thank you guys for listening to Wiscaholics, and we will see you next week.